Hi, welcome back to Ask a Monk. Next question comes from Philosophia312. Who asks, is it possible to locate a person in their next life? Very difficult. Um, yeah, technically possible. Um, but I would say, you know, it, it, this is in the realm of of very strong meditators or people who have uh, special abilities from past lives you know there are people out there claiming to be psychics uh, able to communicate with the dead and you know obviously most of them are fakes um, but there's the potential that someone is actually able to do this um, even more so if they're practicing meditation but um, you will find people who just have this ability carried over from past lives uh, I wouldn't rely on that too much um, because obviously most people are fakes. Can you do it? Um, I mean, obviously, if you turn, if you practice meditation for a while, develop yourself, it's certainly possible. I'd like to uh, propose some alternatives, though. Um, first of all, because it's it's quite likely that you won't be able to um, contact the person, and that you might also delude yourself into thinking that somehow you have made contact when in fact you haven't. Um, and also because it's, um, I mean, maybe the question to be asked, you can ask yourself is whether it's really necessary. And this is a challenge because we cling to people. But this is a part of, I was talking about in Second Life, if you watch the, my latest video in Second Life, October... Tenth or something, tenth, ninth, tenth, tenth. Um, you know, our, our perception of reality is so narrow, and so as a result, we cling to things that um, can seem right, quite ridiculous after you start getting into meditation and 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 objective um, observation of reality. You start to realize that. Uh, humankind um, you know we're we're a part of a much larger group of beings, and in a sense we're all family and we're we we've all um, come from the same place and we're, we're we're all in the same boat so to focus on a single person who's left you is um is really counterproductive because it's going to create some sort of stress in your life um, unnecessarily to, to no benefit except to appease our addiction to that one person when in fact happiness and, and true and lasting happiness and peace um, is much better found in the friendship and a harmony with the people who are around us. I mean, ask yourself, what's wrong with the people around me? What's wrong with my relationship to them? Because actually they are perfect as well. They are on the same level as whoever you've left behind. They're just, um, well, well, not not at the same level. They're, they're, they're equally important, but they're at a different level of development. And so... Try to 
to align yourself with a certain type of people rather than a, uh, a specific person. Try to find people who are caring. Um, and respond to all people with uh, love and compassion and harmony. With the idea that, um, that they are people as well. And finding find a way to be in harmony with the people around you so that um your relationships with them is 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 what's most important because when it's not then you're you're removing yourself from reality and the, what happens then is is generally our relationships with the people around us go to uh, are ruined in favor of a relationship that we're not having with someone else. We are unable to stand the behavior of other people. We don't put any effort into the reality, the, the real relationships that we're in, um, the people who are really there with us. Um, our attention is focused on, on our sorrow and sadness and our clinging to someone who's not there. And someone who even if we, if we could contact them is still not with us. Um, the, th this is one part of it. I think it's, it's very important and quite difficult. This is a challenge to the way of our way of looking at things. So I hope you can accept the challenge and, and you can decide for yourself whether I'm right or not, whether this is an important thing or not. And the other part of it is that, um, you know, accepting our limitations, because I can say that, but it doesn't make it true that, oh, suddenly you, you, you forget about that person and you're okay with accepting everybody. People come and go and, and you're able. That's probably, you know, it's generally a long way away from where we are when we start meditating. So there are tricks. I mean, there are there are things that we can do to to help ourselves, help alleviate the pain during the time of loss or during the time of, of, of of adaptation to the loss and what we're still clinging uh, and that is better than to find out where the person is is to think of the person and to wish them peace happiness and freedom from suffering because that is love and that is the most important part of our relationship with them when we focus on that we realize we, we, we lose the other part which is causing us suffering because love doesn't cling Love is not something that needs to think about the person. The more you love someone, um, it's not the case that the more you love someone, the more you need to be near them. What we're talking about in the case of needing to be near someone is attachment. And I've talked about this before. Love is wishing for them to be happy. Attachment is wanting them to make you happy because it makes you happy when they're around and you cling to that. When, when we focus on love, wishing for them to be happy, wishing for them to find peace, thinking about them, and the best time to do this is after you meditate. Once you finish meditating, before you open your eyes, make a wish. May I be happy, free from pain and suffering. May, may all the beings in, in this house, in this building, in this city, in this country, may all beings, may they all be happy, uh, find peace, happiness, freedom from suffering. But But specify that person as well, somewhere in there, even at the beginning, may that person be happy wherever they are now, may they be happy, may they find peace, may they be free from suffering. And you'll find that's probably the best weapon to fight the, the, the craving, um, besides, of course, meditation itself and uh, the, the eventual realization um, of objectivity and uh, 
and taking things as they come and realizing that we're all in this together that that person is 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 on their own now they're in a whole different place and from a theoretical point of view it's because that their term with us has ended um, our relationship only went so far they have other business to take care of and there are a whole other group of people maybe we're included in that maybe they've already been born and they're or they've already been conceived and they're in someone's womb near nearby and we're going to see them again as a child we might not even recognize them, we might not even know it's them. They might have been born as a dog in our house, they might be an angel in our house, they might be somewhere nearby, and they might be a part of our reality. But, um, you know, they've changed, and they're in a new mode, and that's fine. We have to move on as well. Our story, our play, our uh, life is moving, is, is impermanent. And so being able to deal with this, and um you know, remove ourselves from from this idea false idea of the way things should be to an understanding and an ability to adapt to the way things actually are um that will bring us real and true peace happiness and freedom from suffering so i hope that helps thanks for the question keep practicing <laughs>